And we are live with another episode of Comic Talk. Uh, this is a show brought to you by The Keeg, where we talk about this week's releases of comics. Uh, I am your host, Dimitri. I was going to, I I didn't forget my name. My name is Dimitri. I am your host. And uh, I got two awesome guests to talk to me uh, about comic books, the ones that specifically came out this week, because that's what this show is about. Now, the way the show works is, uh, or comics work in general, is on Tuesdays, DC comes out with new comics, uh, and then Wednesdays, Marvel and indie comics come out. And so uh, we're here on a Thursday here to talk about comics. If you could see us live, uh, you could. that means you're watching our live stream. Uh, and that's wherever you get your live streams from, Facebook or, or Twitch or, or YouTube or our number one streaming platform, volume.com. Um, volume.com slash the Keeg show. That's where we're at. That's where we draw the chat from. Uh, if you could see our faces and see our social medias and all that stuff, it's all live stream. But if you're listening to us and you can't see it, that means you're listening to our podcast and that's wherever you get your podcast from. So we are all over the place. Digest us. However you want to digest us as long as you, uh, uh, as long as you like it. Um, let me introduce my guest today. First of all, uh, we have, uh, 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 our lovely guest. And that doesn't narrow it down. Uh, you may know her on TikTok as Comics and Cupcakes. We got Ambrosia Kep. Ambrosia, how are you doing today? I'm doing really well. Uh, I found out today was Thursday. I thought it was like Tuesday. And then Uh-oh. I was like, but tomorrow's the big day. And I was like, what's what's the big day? And they're like, What's Friday. the big day? It's Friday. Oh, okay. Oh, it's Friday. So I was super excited to learn that tomorrow's Friday. But I'm yeah. great. Um, that's awesome. It rarely happens that way. It's always like, oh, it's, 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 it's Tuesday. And you're like, is it Friday yet? But now it's Thursday. And you're like, you thought it was a Tuesday. So, um, that works out for you. It was wonderful. So I'm great. Um, you work at a school. Are you guys doing Halloween tomorrow? Yes. And we do, uh, like group costumes and sometimes they're everybody like, yeah, well, uh, like the teachers, staff. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah. whatever, like, little group you're in. And my team is, like, super original and unique. And we're going to be crayons. Oh. How are you, you know? going to... Oh, you're going to do, like, hats or, like, beanies or something? Yeah, and then, like, a Crayola shirt. I chose a That's really, cute. really colorful color, and I'm going to be gray. Oh. <laughs> that was the only one that it, was left. So, I was like, I'll pick. Do you, do you wear a lot of gray? Yeah, because I worked Normally? out. Yeah, I wear a lot of grays and a lot of black, so I was like, okay. okay. It's so weird because you have such a colorful personality. But I that, think that's like, why I wear a lot of grays and blacks because I don't want to be, like, too loud. So, you know, some... I, I, I think it it contrasts. It's a good contrast. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, well, thank you so much for, for coming on the show, Ambrosia. Thanks for uh, having me. It's always great. And speaking of always great, it's her second time on Comic Talk. And after the first time, I was like, no, nah, we got to sign this this person to a contract. We got to sign Danny. We got to make her a, a, a contracted guest. I don't know if you got the paperwork, Danny, but it's in the mail. Okay, okay, okay. I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready for it. <laughs> well, we got Danny McGowan from Glasgow. Uh, it's Danny McGowan, right? McG- I McG- McGowan. So it's weird because it's- God. The O in Glasgow and the O in McGowan are the opposite. <laughs> are, but it's all G-O-W, right? Yeah. 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 So it's, it's so very it's confusing. <laughs> Danny McGowan from Glasgow. There we go. There you go. There you or go. gal. Easy. There we go. 
There we go. There we go. There we go. Uh, Danny, you were on um, maybe two, three weeks ago. Yeah, two weeks ago. Um, and, uh, you were awesome. So thank you so much for coming back. I know it's super late over there. It's eight hours ahead. So you're literally past midnight already. You're at like 1 a.m. 1 a.m. Yes, over there? it is 1 a.m. right now. Um, but I'm very excited to be back and yeah, I'm very glad that you invited me back. So thank you. Yeah. I, I mean, there are people who like over like near me that are like, oh, I go to sleep at like 7 p.m. So never like, I don't ever want to come on your show and you're over there at 1 a.m. It, like however many time zones away being like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Put me in coach. So I love it. I love it. <laughs> um, there were, there were a good amount of comics that came out this week. Uh, and for anyone who, who doesn't know, uh, go out to your comic shop and check out the comics that, uh, that are out there. Um, again, Tuesdays and Wednesdays are new comic book days and now it's a Thursday. So it gave us enough time to read as much as we could to do this episode. Um, what I ask everybody first to start off with is if you only have money and time for one comic a week, what comic would you be spending your time and money on? Um, and uh, uh, Danny, I'll let you go first. Sure. Um, my answer has not changed since two weeks ago, but I feel a lot more no. confident with the comics that came out this week that my answer uh-huh. is still X-Men because Ooh. the comics that came out when I was on the show last week... We're, yeah. we're not X-Men's finest hits. Um, right. So, what what so, was it? What were the X-Men was, titles that was, were last time? Well, it was X-Men and X-Force. And to be fair, X-Force was good, but X-Men was maybe a little bit like Oh, that's, yeah. That was yeah. the nightmare. What? Yeah, the nightmare. Issue. And it probably would have yeah. been a good issue on its own, but I just, it is what it is. <laughs> it, it's because um, there's so much happening in X-Men now, like the X-Men title has to yeah. like slow down it, for Inferno then, yeah. and Trial of Magneto to catch up. Yeah. Because even exactly. like the Inferno and Trial of Magneto are going on at the same time and they're referencing each other. So, mm-hmm. or at least they did in Inferno number two, which we'll get to. Um, so I'm sure there are big things ahead for X-Men, but right now they're just like, uh, uh, it's like five it's like five people trying to walk through one doorway and they're just kind of like, Oh, 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 sorry. Oh. Ah. And so, you know, uh, truth be told, I mean, it's like 12 to 15 X-Men titles. So, yeah, you know. I mean, there's, there's a lot of them, but yeah, X, yeah. I mean, X-Men would be my, my pick. So. Okay. All go. right. Cool. 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 Um, the reason I ask that is because people always, uh, uh, the reason I ask this question, people always bring up like, yeah, comics are expensive, but I'm like, well, if you find one, that you know is good and you can just invest in and just be like, I just get this one title a month. Like then it, like then you're participating in it. Right. And it's just at most five bucks, five bucks a month, just to get that one title a month and you read it. I'm like, okay, cool. And I found out, I went to the library last week and they have Uh so many trade uh, paperbacks at the library. Yeah. And I was like, 20, 20 so years ago, cool. it wasn't the case. No. When I was no. a kid at the library, it had like three comic books. And I well, read those over and over and over again. Yeah. That's like what got me into comics was going to the yeah. library. And I found like an amazing Spider-Man that was like a paper, just like flimsy hanging out there. And um, oh. so it's so cool to see uh, like the the want for them. Right. Um, comic books are, yeah, like Libraries have comic book sections now, yeah. which is, is crazy. So cool. uh, uh, how's it in Glasgow? Um, to be honest, I haven't been to a library in a very long time. Um, yeah, that's but fair. 
but I imagine it's probably very similar here. Um, so who knows? But I think I think the yeah. other thing that people get caught up on, especially new comic book readers, is that they think they have to read everything, and that's just not yeah. true. Um, yeah, you can just take they something see the and number. Read that. Yeah, no, like oh god, yeah, <laughs> I have to read a thousand comics. But no, you right? It's like uh, Detective Comics is on issue ten forty four. And it's like, you do not have to read 1,044 issues of Detective Comics. They're not all relevant. What you have to do, I mean, Detective Comics is pretty easy. You just have to know who Batman is and know, like, where he's at right now. And then you just catch up pretty easy. Yeah. Uh, And, like, kind of part of this show is, like, kind of fostering this, like, comic book community. And, like, if anyone out there is in the chat, like, I see Polka Jedi out in the chat, um... Uh, if anyone has any questions, always feel free to ask because, like, we're we're here for that. We're we're anti gatekeeping. People can hop in at any point. If you have questions, you're not going to look dumb unless you're like, "Who's Spider Man?" Just like, which sound? I, and now that I think about it, it sounded sounds kind of like a dumb question. Like, I don't know who Spider Man is, but it also could just mean like, who is literally Spider Man right now? And that's Ben Riley. So technically. It's not a dumb question either. Right. <laughs> but I, I think yeah. the gatekeepers are what make people feel like they have to read a thousand comics because people are right. like, oh, well, did you read this issue? And did you remember this issue? And so, like, I think that's what why people also are. I mean, I know I'm intimidated to get into manga because yeah. <laughs> people are like, oh, well, have you read this? And I'm like, no. no. Yeah. So I get it. I get it. But yeah, come hang out with us and ask about comics because that's what we're here for. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Ambrosia, what, uh, what is your one comic that you would, you would read if you only had time and money for one? Well, I'm going to switch it up from my typical Spider-Man answer and I'm going to go with crossover, um, by, image uh Mm -hmm. it's written by donny keats because that has just been one comic that every week literally or every issue that they come out with like blows me away um and it's it touches the heart and i haven't really seen a comic book that has done that in a while um Uh so i'm gonna go with crossover and also the main character in there her name is al but we find out her real name is ellipses and i think that's the cutest thing ever because it's a little yeah dot 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 yeah Yeah, i love it uh question about crossover we don't have to talk too much about it until we do talk about it on that variant cover why does that look like barbara gordon is it barbara gordon on that variant cover okay oh i I haven't seen the variant uh uh, i'm showing it if you watch the live stream yeah right now i have the comics up okay yeah yeah yeah. oh no no that that that's okay that's al Okay, that's L. Okay. That's L. Well, that's ellipses. Uh, okay, cool, cool, cool. I was just wondering, because I see that, and I'm like, oh, Barbara Gordon. Okay, never mind. Um, All right, so Crossover. Crossover's on issue nine, I think, right? Yes. Uh, yeah, Crossover's on issue nine. So what's kind of cool about those comics, uh, indie comics in general, is, like, it's easy to jump on, and then they end at a certain point, and then you jump off. And, like, not... It's very rare that an indie comic goes 144 issues like Invincible did, right? Or, I don't know, Spawn. <laughs> Spawn's I mean, yeah, Spawn. I I don't know what's keeping Spawn afloat. There can't be that many readers over that long of time. Like, oh, regular readers? 
Yes. Have you heard what they're doing this summer? They're like opening up the Spawn universe. So this week they actually came out with Spawn the Gunslinger. And uh-huh. I haven't I haven't read it yet, but it's in my pool list to buy. And so they're essential or gunslinger spawn. They're okay. opening up like these different. Uh, they're coming out with a spawn universe this summer with actually like Donny Cates and like a whole bunch of other amazing writers joining. It's oh, cool, but I mean, it sounds cool. I'm not I'm not ragging on spawn. I just think no. that spawn's such a product of the 90s. And then like. You're telling me from 2000 to 2010, 2000 to 2015, like Spawn was selling well enough to stay afloat? Or is Todd McFarlane just putting his own hard-earned money just to be like, I, I'll cover I'll cover the losses just to keep the thing afloat that'll pay off in 30 years? I don't know. I don't know either. That's a good question. You're right. I, I feel like it's a lot of the older generation comic book readers. Yeah. My uh, boss loves Spawn. It's enough to read it uh, monthly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He actually recently told me that he just read through it all again, and I was like, "Oh, oh okay, <laughs> okay." Uh, I'm also interested in what type of person that is. Like, you know, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm not okay. judging. Again, I'm trying not to judge. All I know is back in the day. Back in the day when, like, I'm sure, like, when we were all kids and then people were like, uh, there would be people being like, I don't like Superman. I don't like Spider-Man. I like Punisher and Spawn and Lobo and, like, all these, like, edgy anti-heroes, you know? And it was, like, that type of kid growing up who was just like, oh, yeah, I like it when they shoot guns, you know? Batman should shoot the Joker. Yeah. Yeah. Those are always, like, the... Uh, I mean, we see, I still get it in, with middle schoolers, they'll always be like, so are you like the light side or on the dark side? And I'm like. Of what? Of Star Wars. Just, of Star Wars? Okay. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, I'm a Jedi. And they're like, oh, dark side for life. It's just like, they have to be like, (laughs) they have to be like, I'm dark and I'm edgy. Yeah. 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 You're working with middle schoolers, junior high? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They are the worst. I'm sorry. I've worked with all ages and junior hires are the worst. Uh, They're just, they're so hormonal. They're acting out. They're trying to impress their friends. They're like, but they have no self-control. So like, if a friend's like, hey, 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 eat this. They'll eat it no matter what. You know? Do you remember those like, those really hot chips that come in that package that everyone's- Takis? No, no. Like the, hold on. I have one right here. Okay. Is it the same over there in Glasgow? Um, yeah, I think kids are insufferable everywhere. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like the the Pocky one chip challenge. Oh, Pockies. Oh, I've never, I've seen them, but I didn't know there's a one chip challenge. It's like a super hot one that you have to like eat. Yeah. And then win. Yes. Like whoever like could eat it, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. If you don't throw up, you win. And so kids were literally bringing those to school to do them at lunch. And like, we like it you would get suspended for him because essentially you're like self-harming yourself and yeah so kids are literally like throwing up in the bathroom like trying to do this one chip challenge it was oh no it was hilarious uh all i don't like all, all <laughs> i i i'll eat some like sometimes eat hot chips but like i can do it but i feel like that's very comparable to like the warheads back in the day you guys remember Warheads, yeah. the super sour ones that like back in the day, kids would be like, yeah, you just throw a bunch in your mouth 
and just see what happens. Uh, uh, those were tough. I, I never um, tried that, but I feel like I need to know. Yeah. All I know is, uh, uh, I'm just all. All I need to say before we go back to comments is, is Pocky sold in the UK because I feel like people like would just the, call him Pack, like Packy, and that's like, bad. Pocky like the sticks? No, 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 no. no but like that. I've never, I've never seen that before in my life, so I guess I, not. <laughs> okay. I feel like they would have to change the name. Because yeah. you just don't want people just being like, I don't like Packy. I <laughs> like this and that. And it's like, oh. Uh, Usually enough, that might not go down super well. <laughs> uh, yes. Or I I mean, or you could say you like them and then it's still bad. Because it's still not great, just, yeah. Yeah, so. Um, <laughs> Wait, what's your book? What's my one? Yeah. Oh, that is a good question. Oh. Okay, uh, oof. okay, I'm going to make it different than my pick of the week because... Oh, shoot. Uh, I should have done that. Okay. Because I need to I need to know the pick... Uh, because the pick of the weeks is when we start talking about stuff. But basically, okay. uh, my... If I had only had money and time for one comic, it would be X-Men. Yeah. I got to stay... I got to stick with X-Men. X-Men's always been my number one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think Danny and I bonded last time. I, I said that, like, X-Men is my highest. And then most of DC... And then the rest of Marvel below it, you know, in that order. And I'm so glad like, you have that you have Danny, who is such an X Men stand, because I'm so far behind on X Men. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, yeah, cool. Yeah. Me. Oh, just wait. X-Men. There were three X Men books that came out this week. They were all great, and you know, I what, would love to talk about them. But yeah, uh, what? But no, let's let, Inferno and Marauders. Yeah. Oh, and all of them. It was a three for three. I was like, oh, so good. Um, but yes, my pick is X-Men. What are your guys' picks of the week? Out of the, only out of the comics that came this week, what was your number one pick? And we'll go one by one and we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. This is, this is where we get started. Okay, well, I, I based mine off of, or my, like, one book, like, that mm-hmm. was my money one. I based it off of what came out this week, so that's why I said cross. Oh, that's fine. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But hold on, let me let me look through everything and and maybe make a change. I mean, if crossover was your favorite one this week, we could talk about crossover. Um. Well, I. Uh. No. Hold on. I don't want anyone to think that I have an anti-indie bias on like uh on this show because I appreciate indie comics. I just don't get to read all of them because I'm always trying to keep up with DC and Marvel. But like, I know that all you guys read indie comics, so let's yeah. talk about it. I've been reading more and more recently, actually. Yeah. All right, Danny. They're very accessible. That's the thing. They are. Yeah. Um, Danny? Sure. Uh, my pick of the week was Inferno. Um, number that's two. my pick of the week. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. I, that's fine. That's fine. Let's talk Inferno. Um, uh, because uh, it was... Inferno so number one. Inferno number one was great. Inferno mm-hmm. number two, uh, what? Yeah, that was a that was a, that was an issue, and I I I had gone into it maybe like a little bit concerned, and obviously like I know that this one's actually written by Jonathan Hickman, but Trial of Magneto last week was so bad. It so, was so bad. Yeah. Yeah. So like I like I had I had little faith, and then like I was already upset with like the X Men title as it was, and then so I picked it. It was the first comic I read this week, and I was like. I was like just turning the pages and then like 
I turned to that last page and I went, <gasps> where's my reaction to Colossus being added right. to the Pipe Council? Um, right, and- which is cool. But then also, if you know X-Force, if you're reading yeah. X-Force, you know what's going on there. But they kind of hinted at it, you know? Um we we got a we got a uh, we got a user out there on uh, looks like YouTube JJ's comic stuff. What's up, JJ? Uh, don't know how you found us, but thank you so much. Uh, if you want to uh, click follow, we do Com Talk every Thursday. Uh, JJ says I had to grab that Momoko cover. Uh, oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah. He I got that. Uh, it. Yeah I, yeah. I I haven't been reading X Men, but Peach Momoko has been doing wonderful variant covers. Yes. Oh, yeah. If, if yeah, there's yeah, yeah. a Peach Momoko cover, I will buy it. <laughs> now, Peach Momoko, is that the one at the bottom left of the yeah, live yeah, stream? Yeah, yeah. Stream? That's, okay. that's what I thought. Oh, uh, I like Peach. What's that? Sorry, random. What's wrong? J, uh, JJ's comic stuff. Uh, yeah. He's one of my friends on TikTok. Oh, okay. Hi, What's JJ. up, JJ? Um, Peach Momoko does a lot of variant covers. And then there's also that Korean artist that does the really sexy, like, the like shiny people artwork, you know what I'm talking about? Like she did Are you like all a the different type of book. <laughs> no, no, no. But like, I mean, they. I mean, it could have been, but no, it wasn't. Yeah, uh, th- this the the artist. I don't know their name, but they drew like like um, Amadeus Cho, but like ripped and like just like glistening. And then, but then they have like silk. The person did all the Asian characters from comics in the covers. I don't know who it is, and I forget. But you will see it, and you'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, sexy. that's the shiny Super one. Sexy. The shiny, sexy characters. Like, they did Silk, and they did Amadeus Cho, and they did, like, all those characters um, as covers. And so, um, there's, like, maybe it was just last month? I don't know. But anyway, there's a lot of cool variant covers here, and I like to show them off. Uh, I used to just show one cover. But um, Inferno, number two. Uh, Ambrosia doesn't know anything of what's going on, right? As far as X-Men? Okay, well... I left off when, like, Kakoa was, like, way, like, Powers of X. Right, right. So, but you know Moira McTaggart, right? Yeah. You know that she's a mutant? No, but spoiler alert. Okay, yeah. Uh, uh, Moira's a mutant. Her mutant power is every time she dies, she gets reincarnated as herself. And so she's technically living in multiple timelines and she has lived and she keeps the same memories. And so she has memories of like nine different lives before her. And they were all, they all come to an apocalyptic end. So this is her trying to figure out how this time around mutants don't just all die and, and you know, can last for however many years. Um, And the thing about, that Moira is nobody knows she's a mutant except for Charles Xavier Magneto. And part of her mutant power is that nobody can sense her being a mutant. And then nobody can like, like any like people who can tell the future, she's like a black hole in the future. So like, you can't like tell that. And so basically they don't, they don't allow anyone who can tell the future onto Krakoa, no precogs allowed on Krakoa. Um, And so part of that is also that, that there's a resurrection protocol on Krakoa and destiny who is the like most powerful precog mystique's ex-wife or widow or widower or whatever. Uh, she's been dead. Mystique wants her being brought back to life, but nobody, they don't want to bring her back because she can tell the future and it might ruin their plans and they don't trust her. 
uh, Mystique forced the resurrection protocol and brought Destiny back and fixed the vote so that the Quiet Council votes Destiny onto the inner circle, essentially. And it goes through one by one on how Mystique kind of bribed one person, made deals with other people, so on and so forth. Um, am I missing anything, bus- Danny? No, no, it was a very girl boss episode. <laughs> it's yeah, of, of, if you kind of, um, yeah, so it, it was good. And I think, I think the vibe that I'm getting at least is I don't think that Moira is genuine in that she wants to do the best for mutant kind. I think she wants to do what's right. best for herself. Um, because- I don't know if it's best for herself, is it? Because it's not- she. I, well, she is afraid she, of dying. She is afraid of dying and not getting resurrected again. Right. Yeah. And right. Part part of me wonders if there's not a wide bigger plan that she has in place because I could I could understand her not wanting to resurrect Destiny. I think you can argue that she has that Destiny would have a vendetta against Moira. But any mm. precog that seems that seems a bit dodgy. So. Uh. I think precogs put too many variables. You can't plan. I mean, she is definitely manipulating people. They all are, yeah. right? Yeah. And you can't manipulate precogs. So they you know bring what's like, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, although it is manipulative, it doesn't necessarily mean it's evil. You know, she just doesn't seem like a nice person. You know, no, she doesn't she, seem she, like a nice. She gives she gives off bad vibes in my. She's opinion. she is yeah. But yeah. also, she's died and been resurrected so many times, and like now she's being kept in secret, and she can't have relationships with anyone. Like, but she also spent two of her lives trying to get rid of mutant kind. So, in yeah, yeah, she was like Am- Ambrosia, like uh, Moira. On some of her lives, there's one life where she like like fell in love with Magneto. One life where she became Apocalypse's bride. I think. Uh, like she allies herself differently in each timeline to figure out the problem, uh, or figure out the solution to the problem. And so, uh, uh, she's had a lot of experiences. Yeah. And, and, and I think some, she killed all the mutants or tried to create a cure for the mutants or something like that. So she's tried many different ways of, of dealing with it. Um, which I think is, is crazy. Um, but yes, Mystique forces Destiny onto the Quiet Council through a vote, and what she gave to Emma Frost, I don't know. We don't know yet, right? She gave something to Emma Frost in return. Yeah, yeah in, a, in, a, in a box, and Emma was like, how yeah. did you get this? Um, and it was like yeah. heavily guarded, but we don't know what it was. Yeah, and it was enough that what she was, was like, that? what do you I want, totally what do you want for that. it? Yeah, she was like, what do you want for it? Yeah. I will give you anything you want within reason, she said. Yeah. And then she was like, just vote. Just vote yes. But what's so funny, what's so funny is before she went to Emma Frost to get her yes, she went to Sebastian Shaw, and Sebastian Shaw's like, you couldn't give me anything, so you're going to have to appeal to reason. You can't bribe me. And 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 Sebastian, like, she's like, uh, and Sebastian Shaw's like, what could you even, like, reason with me for? And she's like, Emma will vote no, so you should vote yes. And Sebastian Shaw's like, all right, I'll vote yes. And then she goes to Emma and gets Emma to vote yes. So she gets Sebastian Shaw's vote and Emma's vote. It was such a big brain move. (laughs) Oh, man. And as long as it worked in that order, it would Mm -hmm. be fine. 
she but, was like three steps ahead of them at every turn of yeah. of, of the yeah way. So. because she's been planning this for weeks because mm-hmm. destiny has been going through like headaches and nausea and like just being sick because she's yeah. catching up to this timeline uh super crazy super great issue um and then it also says who who stole the backup cerebro from trial of right. magneto right yes so i was like oh that's interesting that i they did released not put that, that tidbit. together um yeah. because i'm stupid apparently but that makes so much more sense <laughs> try in trial of magneto yeah they they, yeah, they were like Eric, hey Eric, magneto Cerebro goes missing, and they're like, "Oh, this must be how Wonder was resurrected." Yeah, but obviously, yeah. it was how Destiny was resurrected. I didn't yeah. put that together. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and then Mystique tricks the Five into resurrecting Destiny. So, mm-hmm. uh, but also, they know they know that Mystique's a sh- shapeshifter. Why do they not have right. like more checks what? in place? Especially and why isn't that an action? action? They've been actively, like, antagonizing her for, like, the last two years. Like, being like, we're not going to resurrect your wife. (laughs) Um, And then, but, like, she can just pretend to be Professor X and then it's all fine. Like, how does that, surely there's some, there was some oversight there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's funny. But, yes, you're right. There's there's a weird, like, why didn't they figure that out? But, okay. Um. Uh, and then at the end, they vote Colossus into the Quiet Counts. Well, they get Emma Frost, uh, they trust Emma Frost with the Moira details. Mm-hmm. And then they also have another vote for another Quiet Council member, which is Colossus. And yes. little do they know that Colossus is being controlled by the writer, Chronicle. the author, the what? The oh, the Chronicler? The Chronicler, yeah. Okay, the Chronicler from X-Force. So Colossus isn't a sound vote either, but they yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, just they another nail in in the coffin of yeah, yeah, the quiet council, I guess. And Danny, I don't mean to call you out, but were were you talking on TikTok about Colossus's thighs? Yeah, <laughs> they're so big. They're so it's, big. It's, 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 I just like it was. I was just astounded because I feel like they're like three times the size of his head, and it's they're just big. Oh. You know, yeah. and I just yeah. felt it needed to be spoken about. Yeah, I appreciate and when that. It, and it just escalates on TikTok. It just yeah, <laughs> <obviously>. yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, all right, Inferno number two. That is a good pick for pick of the week. Uh, Ambrosia, do you have it? Your pick of the week? Yeah, I was thinking really hard, and I was going through my list that I've read, and I really think I'm gonna have to go back with crossover. Yeah. Uh, just because, like, we don't, I don't get, uh, I feel like, uh, uh, Spider-Man and everything has been coming out, like, weekly, but we don't get, like, crossover has been, like, monthly, um, and Mm. so it was really cool to pick up the storyline, um, and like I said, like, Donnie Keats writing in crossover is so much different than, like, Venom and, uh, his other work which i'm excited to read hulk that he and ryan otley are working on has uh oh yeah donny cates is moving to hulk and then who uh somebody's moving from hulk to venom al ewing yeah they're doing like the they're trading swap. yeah yeah they're swapping so yeah. i am curious to know because uh is is he gonna be doing uh what hulk was it uh 
Immortal Hulk. Yes. So is it is going to be? Uh, I don't think it's going to be Immortal Hulk. I think they're probably going to go back to regular Hulk. I think, as far as titling is concerned, I I could be wrong. They might keep the same numbering though. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure either. But uh, I've been a fan of um, not to be like a Donny Keith stand, but I'm I'm I've enjoyed almost all of his work, and so I've uh, really enjoyed something that isn't. It's superhero related, but like not at the same time. It's not like one of the big superheroes. It's like a general, like this comic is like generalizing all superheroes with yeah. like nods to DC and Marvel heroes. So that in itself has been really cool to take a look at these characters through a different lens. Yeah. Is it kind of like who, uh, who framed Roger Rabbit but for comic books? Okay, this sounds like funny. as far as like cameos and like stuff like that, or no? I've never it's, it seen. It doesn't go that far. I've never seen Who Framed Roger Rabbit. What? I know, I know who like, I know who the characters are. There's like that that really pretty lady with like big boobs, and then there's Roger Rabbit, and that's all I know. Okay, I, you gotta watch of, it. Are there a and lot Rose- of? Oh, I watched Scream for my first time. Okay, I've never seen Scream, but. Well, well, you should watch yeah. it because they're coming out with a new one. Danny, yeah. are you a Scream fan? I do really like Scream. And I like the TV show, too. It was also good. Oh. There's a TV show? Yeah. yeah. It's on There's, Netflix. like, two seasons? It's what? Two, two, three seasons. It's all right. Yeah, it's like all that. right. Yeah. I, it's I a good, easy watch to put on the background. I'm on Scream 3 currently, so okay. we're getting there. We're getting there. Nice. Um, But is there a lot of... Uh, Cameos in Who Frames Roger Rabbit? So in Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Warner Brothers and uh, Disney came together and gave them characters. So like the only time you've ever seen, and you've never seen it, so you wouldn't know, but the only time Bugs Bunny and Mickey Mouse are ever on screen together is in that movie. Oh. And like, and Donald Duck and Daffy Duck have a a scene together. Like. Okay, well, it's Uh, not... Yeah, they, they don't have that because obviously rights with DC and Marvel. But okay. um they do have like nods to like characters where you know that's who they're talking about. Right. But, um uh-huh. but if you are a comic book fan, like definitely check it out because it just literally gets to the heart of like comic books and like why we read them and what they do for us type thing. Yeah. Uh JJ out there says uh, JJ has both series on their pull list and thinks that them switching, I think Donnie Cates and oh. Al Ewing, uh, switching is going to keep their writing creative and fresh. I think so too. Keeping it. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have to figure out what my pick then of the week is. Yeah. Sorry. Danny stole it. Sorry. <laughs> you, you literally, you, yeah, you stole it. Uh, uh, what did I, uh, huh. Just cause I'm a sucker. I'm a sucker for long Halloween. I didn't know that they were going to do a one shot special tie in, uh, Batman, the long Halloween special, uh, that dealt with, I'm trying to remember. Oh, calendar man. It was all calendar man focused. Did you, did you guys read this one? I did. I didn't. No. Have you read Long Halloween? I have read Long Halloween. When I saw it in the comic book store, I just thought it was like a A reprint. And I was like, 
And I was like, oh, that's cool. I went by that. <laughs> right. Damn it. Right. That's what I thought too. And then I was like, but it's a, spe-. so I, I was, I was very hesitant. And then, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a brand new story by Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale. Yeah. And, and wasn't there like, uh, I read this the other day or Tuesday. Um, wasn't like the last page of it too made it seem like that there was going to be more. Uh, with guilt with Gilda and Harvey together. Yeah. Maybe, um, I mean, maybe, but. I mean, maybe th- I hope he does a sequel to Dark Victory. Like, like it was Long Halloween, Dark Victory, um, and then nothing, right? So, I mean, there's Haunted Night, but that technically is, like, in between or whatever. Uh, this special takes place after Dark Victory, though. Have you guys read Dark Victory? No, I have not. That's the direct sequel to Long Halloween. I've read Long oh. Halloween, but... Yeah, not. Dark Victory is the direct sequel uh, to Long Halloween. Okay. Uh, there's a lot of plots. And in fact, I think I might have read Dark Victory before Long Halloween because it was at the library. So I read Dark Victory first, and then I had to go back and read Long Halloween. But the point being is, uh, this takes place after Dark Victory because Robin first appears in Dark Victory. And then this has Robin also. Yes. Um, and so uh, it's funny because I just watched the ha- Long Halloween cartoon movie. There's the cartoon a cartoon movie? It yeah, came it's out, on HBO. It came out a couple months ago, I think. Yeah, the okay. second one came out a couple months ago, but they're finally both on HBO Max now. Cool, I have to check it out. Um, on yeah. the last page, they changed stuff too. Oh, did I'm not going to say what they changed. I'm not going to say like, what they changed for the good. Do. Or uh, 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 I, I, it's not for the worse, okay. but it, it depends on what, whether you think it's for the better or not. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but on the last page. We see Batman, and he is going down, and he says, the end. For now. Dot, dot, dot. Ellipses. Oh. Okay. I mean, I would love, because Jeff Loeb sucks now. But, like, this reminded me <laughs> of the old, Jeff Loeb sucks. Oh, I, I like, must now. Added, why? Okay, so, th- this is, this is the sad part, okay? So, Jeff Loeb has written written classics like Long Halloween and Superman for All Seasons and like so many good stuff. Him and Tim Sale have worked together. But Jeff Loeb also, his son died of cancer. Oh. And then he, and then his writing got weird. He's the one who wrote Ultimates 3. He's the one who wrote Ultimatum. And if you know anything about the Marvel Ultimate Universe, that's literally where shit goes off the rails, right? Yes, a thousand percent. He literally wrote Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver being incestuous. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and then Ultimatum is weird because then the blob eats the wasp and then uh, uh, Giant Man bites the blob's head off. And it's like, what? It's it's horrible. And then he goes into producing TV shows. So he produced a lot of TV shows and then he teamed up with Ike Perlmutter to produce like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Cloak and Dagger and like those type of things. The Inhumans, he's the one who did the, like he did the Inhuman show. And so like everything he wrote from that, like all that, like since pretty much his, his son died is bad. Like it is, it's just legitimately bad writing. Yeah. But this reminds me of Long Halloween and that is a good thing. And I don't Maybe. know. Maybe he just needed like a good reminder or good after like, 15 mm. after 15 years, but yeah, okay, that's fair. Yeah, I mean, I get it, I get it, and it's sad his son died, but like 
it changed him weirdly. Yeah. You know? I always forget. Well, I mean, maybe I just put it in the back of my mind. The whole Scarlet Witch and Silver it Surfer didn't thing. happen. Uh, yeah. Quicksilver, not Silver Quick Surfer. Silver. Scarlet, Scarlet Witch and Qu- Silver Surfer would be acceptable. Right. At this point. But not, <laughs> but not yeah. Quicksilver. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he went off the rails. So this is kind of nice. I would welcome, I would welcome a sequel if it's more in the vein of this. Now, if it's like Frank Miller and all his sequels to Dark Knight Returns, I do not welcome that. Okay. Because Frank Miller got weird too. I wonder, they all get weird eventually. I was, was going to say, I wonder <laughs> yeah. if a time in their writing where they're like, okay, I think I'm doing good. Time to straight things up. No. Kind of. I, I, I feel like these writers get weird for two reasons. One is... Um, one is, is just the passage of time when they were on top, things were different and now passage of time and, and the world is a little bit different. But I think it's also coupled with the the homogenous uh, 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 demographic that those writers specifically are. Essentially, white male writers were all that wrote comics for 50, 60 years, right? And like things are changing a little bit. They still dominate most of it, but but like... Why aren't more why why aren't fifty percent of our comic book writers women? Well, like, did you just see the TikTok I posted today about like that we need more more female writers? No, but I agree oh, with it. Yeah. I haven't seen it though. But and it goes back to like think about uh people were literally like up in arms with the whole uh Superman. It's not even Superman, but his son right. being Superman's son. Yeah. yeah. Being bi, like, yeah. Oh, bi, yes. Sorry. Yeah. And like all, like th- people just cannot handle change. No. No. Oh, I guess this might be a good segue into did mm-hmm. anyone read Aqualad or Aquaman? I did. Yeah. Uh, the Becoming. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You guys want to talk about it? I'll let you guys uh, talk about it. I, I, I did read it, but I want to know your guys' uh, uh, opinions. So I think the last time I was on the show, issue one just came out and I was kind of disappointed because I was yes. expecting a lot more out of it. Yeah. Um, but issue one was slow. Not was, much happened. It was super slow. But, you know, that's where we see he has like his little his little fling with the, yeah. with the guy and people uh, people were. And then you show his mom like yes. it's reintroducing like Jackson these characters. Yeah. yeah. Right. But I definitely am more. Uh, I was excited to read issue two. It was a. I I left reading it. Um, glad that I continued it because I. It was super yeah. slow, and I was like, "Do I want to?" But I kept going, and I really liked it. Yeah. Yeah, I guess like issue one almost would have been better as like a prelude because nothing really happened. Like a zero it issue. And yeah, yeah, until the yeah. last page, right? Um, but a lot happened in this issue. Um so much. Is very exciting. Um yeah, I really I I'm not I'm not like very up to date with Aquaman law. I can't say that I've read like a whole lot. And but it seems really interesting from what I've read in this and so I feel like I need to read more. Because yeah. there seems to be a whole like racism issue, or not necessarily racism, but like Again, issue. Yeah, yeah, that that like I was unaware of. Um, so yeah. I feel like I need some law to fill that in for myself. But right, because what's interesting is like they do talk about Zebel being one of the kingdoms in the Aquaman movie. 
And that's probably most mainstream audiences like like introduction to Zebel. But that being said, Zebel in the comics was like a I think maybe an alternate dimen- like a, a kingdom that was outside of our dimension, like a, a like out of the dimension of Atlantis. And it was a rogue like terrorist state, I think. And they hated Atlantis. So there's this whole history in the comics of them like yeah, it no, sounds it yeah, sounds like, like they're like um uh what what was the word that they use like aggressive uh protesters yeah. or what or, or liber- uh what was it what was the actual but anyway um they were like Mary you're bad uh so is Aqualad you're bad um yeah. which was interesting um but it, yeah. it just it just seemed so interesting um so I feel yeah. like I need to read something else. <laughs> So. I mean, Aquaman is generally a good title. I can understand why it got, it's one of the ones that ended and then didn't start up for Infinite Frontier. Uh, but like, I like Aquaman. I like him a lot. Jeff Johns reinvigorated Aquaman and made him cool. Uh, or cooler, should I say. And made him more like, like streamlined his, his stuff. It, uh, Black Manta, uh, Technically, Black Manta's not from Zebel, uh, but oh. JJ says Black Manta comes from Zebel. I, uh, Black Manta's baby mama <laughs> is from Zebel. That's Jackson Hyde's uh, mother. Yeah, is from Zebel. Um, but Black Manta's from the surface world. Uh, but Which, I believe he might have a tie in with with the Zebel of some yeah. sort. I mean, you see that because they called him what? What did they call him? Like a half breed or something? They called. No, they called uh, Mara's daughter a half. Oh, oh, yeah, that's so right. And I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell whether they meant the half breed being Zebel or being part human, because right. their daughter would be ha- a quarter. Their daughter would be a quarter human, right? It would be know. a quarter human, a quarter Atlantean, half Zebelian, right? Um, we should just have them take a. What is it? Me at me 20, 23 of me, yeah, 23 of me. There you go. Yeah, <gasps> how yeah. funny would that be if they did like a comic book series on 23 and me, like for characters? Yeah, to find out like who they were. What, I mean, what, yeah, what planet do they come on? Are they like part this and part like, yeah, and then we find out like Thanos is related somewhere down like the line to. Hawkeye. George Washington. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> right, George Washington. Washington would be great. <laughs> I like yeah. George Washington. That'd be, um, uh, that'd be good too. Um, it was interesting that we don't see Aquaman's love interest in this issue, like at all. Oh, you mean uh? Oh, Aqu- uh, well, Aqu- at this point, he's Aqualad. Yes. But I think he's becoming Aquaman. I think that's why it's called Aquaman: The Becoming. I that hate the title, be- by the way. I yes. hate the title. I do too, um, because. I think we talked about this last episode too. Like, what is the becoming? Like, yeah, like, the becoming. We obviously that doesn't know, like, make grammatical sense. No, yeah. no. But um, yeah, so it was interesting that we had his love interests, like, kind of uh, not necessarily like a focus, but he had a role in there, and then to not see him at all. Yeah, but we'll see. I feel like Jackson's Jackson has made it to the surface, and he's. Chilling on a boat. He's not looking great, to be fair. He's not um, looking great. Yeah. You know? But his mother's on the surface, too. So And having a um, heart-to-heart with Mira. Yeah. That being said, I do like the 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 relatively, like, new retcon 
of like 20 years ago that like Atlanteans can live outside the water because it used to be Aquaman like had to get like rehydrated every so often, right? That used to be a plot point, I think, in the old comics. Well, now they have new technology, so they don't. Well, in the in the movie, I know that they had to wear those like suits. Yeah. Right? But in okay. this, the Z- Zabellians live on land. But didn't we see some of those suits on uh, in the book? Yeah, because the guards have suits yeah, and the stuff. Guards have them, but it's but just like armor. But like in the movie, Atlanteans can't live out of water unless they're of royal lineage. So like Vulco could be out of water. Uh, Nicole Kidman can be out of water in the movie. But in this... At least the Zabellians can come out of water. Like, as far... Because, I mean, Jackson's mom lives out of water all the time. Yeah. Right. It's not like she's constantly taking a bath. No. She, she could be. Have we seen enough of her to determine that? Did it, I feel... Did <laughs> I feel like that, that could be a whole different thing. The movie Splash. With, like... Yeah. It's like the 1980s movie yeah. with uh, Tom Hanks and... Yeah. Daryl yeah. Hannah. Yes, yeah. it could it could be like that. It could be a fl- uh, a flash scenario. Where she, where where she touches, but if she touches water, she becomes a mermaid again. Oh no! That's, that's the premise of a splash. In splash, if she's out of water, she's human. But when she gets even a touch of water on her, she sprouts her tail again. Okay, I need to put that on my must watch list again because also I just like, remember. Yeah. Oh. No, so sorry. Like H two O add water um, from. The Australian Mermaid series. Oh, um, I don't think I watched I, we that. Don't, yeah. Well, there you go. We're, we're not cool. <laughs> okay, we'll add that on our watch list too, Dimitri. H two H two O just add water is a mermaid Australian mermaid show. Yeah, it has um Phoebe Tompkin in it, who is now she was in the Circle. If you ever watched that, um, what else was she in? I feel like she's been in some other things, um, but I'm struggling to mention any of them. Um, uh, okay. she's been in the Vampire Diaries and the originals. Oh, uh, I'm just go. looking it up. Um, okay, all right. Uh, Aaron is saying Clear. That's that is that is uh is that from that? Yep. Okay, that's what Aaron in the comments is saying. Clear, Clear. That's that's she's spelling it with an R R R R. So it's okay. Um. Mm-hmm the Australian accent. Yeah. Nar. Nar. That's anyone, Australian. Oh, sorry. What's No, what? What's Speaking that? of Aquaman, though, did any of you guys read the uh, Aquaman? Aquaman Green Arrow? Yeah. I did. Uh, I what? I, I love the cover art, and the inside <laughs> art is really good, but I did not like the story at all. I was really uh, on the fence about getting this issue. Yeah, I really, I did like like the inside cover art, like the one with like, like both of them, like Green Arrow was like, yeah, and then Aquaman's like, yeah, like that looks great. <laughs> but, did anybody here read it? We don't have to I talk too much about it. I didn't it. read it. No. no. Basically, the premise of this is like, there's a bad organization called Scorpio, and then you see some of their like machinations, like they have a time machine thing. Uh, but then they, they kill two dinosaurs. They kill a baby dinosaur in the beginning. They just shoot it in its head. And then they 
the, this guy goes, one of the Scorpio guys goes to the past. And then when he's coming back to the, back to the present, one of the dinosaurs gets into the machine. And so he merges with the dinosaur. So he's the bad guy. Nope. Don't like and that. And then, but there's somebody messing with the timeline. The, there's a premise. The premise is there's somebody messing with the timeline where Oliver is Oliver Curry. And then it's Arthur Queen. And Aquaman is Green Arrow and Green Arrow is Aquaman. And they're like, why is this happening? I need my life back. So, like, they've switched powers and suits and stuff. And nobody knows why. And I think it's because Scorpio is messing with the timeline. I think. That's so weird. <laughs> yeah. Who, it who, was not that who great. Pitched that? Who went, it was not that great. I have yeah. a great idea for a story. Let's switch <laughs> Aquaman and Green Arrow. Perfect. They right. look the exact same. So let's do it. Right. Right. But here's the thing, though. It's like, if this was like a two-issue Brave and the Bold story, like, I'd be okay with it. This is a seven-issue miniseries. Yeah. Why do we need this? Like, this premise. I, I have no doubt that there could be cool stories you can tell with Aquaman and Green Arrow. But right. why do we need this premise to be a seven-issue miniseries? Yeah. That's quite an undertaking. Seven issues? Seven issues. Booster Gold and Blue Beetle, Blue and Gold is only six issues, I think. It's a six issue. Shazam was four. Shazam was four. Yeah. Because we we finished up Shazam last week, yeah? Yeah, Yeah. Shazam was last week. Yeah. I was, and I really, honestly enough, I really, I I liked Shazam. I wasn't expecting to. Yeah. Shazam in Hell was kind of a cool combination because you don't really see it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, not much happened in the whole series other than he gets his powers back. Great. But, Um, you know. Well, speaking of, like, things that just didn't, like, go bleh, um, Uh I read Darkhold Blade. Um, Tell me about it, because I did not want to read it. Okay, good. Don't read it. Um, Okay. Here, I'm so annoyed that they keep giving Blade these, like, one-shots. But we actually, like, I love Blade, but we don't get, like, oh, I even have, like, my little Blade Lego figure from, like, the Marvel you, Daily Bugle. Oh, shit. Did you get the Daily Bugle one? Oh! That's so cool. Yeah, it's uh, beautiful. I want it. Uh, you should get it. It's beautiful. It's massive. Oh, should I, Ambrosia? Oh, should I? Yeah. Should I get it, Ambrosia? Yes, the thing should. that I want to get, should I get it? Yes, yes. It is, like, the details inside of, like, are insane. Like, the you have, like, this. It's beautiful. I, like, I, feel, I feel like I'm being cuckolded because you're describing in detail <laughs> this thing that I want. I cannot have. You can. You can. Just sell a kidney. I did it. It's, it's like fine. three. Is it three hundred or four hundred bucks? No. How much was it? I don't know. Let's see. Lego. It is. Daily. It is. It's huge because I have the small daily bugle. I'll show you mine. Okay, so maybe it's like three hundred. But three hundred dollars is nothing when it comes to happiness. Uh, see, I, I thousand percent agree. <laughs> this this used to be the only Daily Bugle set. Oh, dang. It is an upgrade. Yes. Dimitri, you, you, need a, you need to have it. Okay, it is $300. $330 to be exact. But. Yeah. The key like, doesn't pay me. Think about See? how happy it all makes It's just three levels. 
This is this used to be the only Daily Bugle set, and then now there's like a multi-level one. Yeah, like where I'll see if you can see it. I mean, it's cool. It came with some like cool figurines and stuff, but like but, it's nothing compared to like the twenty figurines you get in the Daily Bugle set. Yeah, look at that. Like we have like hobgoblins. We have uh, we even have sweet little Aunt May. Like look Aww. at her. She's so Very sweet. cute. I know we have this uh. Sandman, we have Carnage, dude. You need to get it. Seems seems worth three hundred dollars to me. It is, Dimitri. This is why we live with our parents. Yeah, the best thing though, the best thing about the Daily Bugle that you have, Ambrosia, is that it comes with minifigures that like don't exist anywhere else, like Firestar, Blade, that's some other ones. That. Yeah, but like that's why when you said you had a blade minifigure, my first thought was, oh, the Chinese knockoffs that like when they you can get any minifigure made, and the nope, you have the official one from that set. And I do. <sighs> but on a positive note, don't read Blade. Dark okay, Blade. good. Okay. Yes. <laughs> uh, as much as I right. love Blade, it yeah. just did it did nothing for the Dark Hold series. Um, I don't like the Dark Horde. I, I don't like this premise. I I don't I, care for it. I didn't eat, like. I read what last week was Iron Man or a couple weeks ago was Iron Man. Um, I I did enjoy issue one and because I kept like expecting like there to be more, but there really uh-huh. wasn't. And like Blade really did nothing at all. And I feel like they did. We we saw him in what was that other Marvel event where like. Things got weird just recently. Heroes Reborn? Yes, yes. We saw Blade in Heroes Reborn, and he was, like, the only one that could remember that the Avengers existed. And so you thought that he was going to have, like, this great, amazing role, and he just, like, he's just, like, he's a placeholder type thing. And I don't, yeah. like, I'm just tired of them, like, using him as, like, a prop, and I really want them to, like, give him, like, a series or do some justice, like, yeah, I don't know why Moon Knight has a series, but Blade doesn't have a series. There has to, there has to be a reason, right? Um, I hope so because, like, I've actually really enjoyed the Moon Knight series so far. Um, and so imagine, mm-hmm. like, if we actually get like a Blade series, and especially like, like they, like the way that, like, the opening of it is like, yes, like they called me Daywalker. My name was originally this, but I named myself Blade. And you're like, yes. And then the story's like, wait, what? Yeah. So uh, you could skip. Skip Darkhold Blade. Yes, the one shot. Yeah. And, and and that's the annoying thing too, is that like all of these are one shots. Uh, I want to talk to you guys specifically about one shots. Um, I'm fine with one shots and sometimes they, they, they work and they're super cool. But what I don't like is when they list the number one on the one shot. Like oh, there's yeah, going to be a enough. second. Yeah. Yeah. That's, right. that's weird, the, right? The DC ones say one shot on them sometimes. Sometimes. Uh, they sometimes. Will say, sometimes they yeah. will say number one. And I agree that I'm like, it's not really number one, is it? It's just. Yeah. And it stresses thing. me yeah. out when I put it, like when I go to organize them. Because I, I don't know why. It just gives me. I. I don't know where I, where am I supposed to put the one shot? Yeah. I don't know. Let it, me, I'm sorry. No, it just, yeah. it just stresses me out and it, yeah, it bothers me because yeah, you're expecting a second one. Yeah. Uh, we also got Perry comics on uh, YouTube saying, Ola, 
Uh, I don't know who you are, Perry, but thank you so much for watching. Uh, and I don't mean I don't know who you are. I don't want to get to know you, but rather the opposite. Thank you so much for watching. Uh, don't know how you found us, though. Uh, but, you know, let us know. Uh, hopefully uh, you stick around and you watch the show and and uh, all the other stuff we have to offer. Oh, um, he's also one of my other... Is he also? That's what yeah. I thought. Hi, Perry. Uh, I, I stop him at the door of the party. Hey, who do you know? You know <laughs> someone in here? That's how it should be, keeping it safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, Except but they have normal names. They have normal names, like Perry Comics and JJ's Comic Stuff. But if it's like Ball Dunker 69, I'm like, <laughs> Ball Dunker, I don't, what? Get out of here, Ball Dunker. Okay, um, I say, though, yeah. watching Scream, I've learned so far that it's the people that you trust who will literally stab you in the back. Like, so, I mean, yes, kind of. So, like, I mean, Ling, but it was both of her boyfriends in, in the first movie and the second movie. Yeah. And so, even though I know JJ and Perry, they could come and murder us. They could actually be Ball Dunker 69. You don't sure. know. I knew it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that being said, yes, cr most crimes are committed by people that you know that are like, close enough to you but that's mostly because you got to get close to someone to murder them and most of the time it's people you're close to just proximity wise you know and it's people in your neighborhood and in your community and in your social circles and that sort of thing so you know took a dark turn <laughs> yeah uh, uh be aware of talk, everyone don't trust anyone yeah. well just be <laughs> careful just be careful it. yeah uh speaking about batman and comics to skip um, I could not get enough of the Batman Fortnite series that was like six to eight issues or whatever. I think it was six issues because it was amazing. It was it was way better than it needed to be because people were going to buy it anyway, Batman Fortnite. But now they, they released a one shot, by the way, that I thought was a series because they it had the number one on it. Oh, OK. It's coming full circle now. Yeah, it was Batman Foundation, Batman Fortnite Foundation. And... It has a one on the cover, but it doesn't say one shot. It just says one. Batman Fortnite Foundation one, but it ends. It like it ends at the end. Um, so it's not like the first in a series. Did you like it? No. Uh no. Oh no. <laughs> That's what I'm I'm saying. It's skippable. It 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 it's not good. The only way it's good is if you like this character named um um whatever this Fortnite character's name is, that kind of has an Iron Man armor, and he looks really cool. I forget what he's called. because really I cool. I play Fortnite, and what's interesting about the Fortnite comics is that they're in continuity with both Fortnite and DC Comics. It's in continuity, which is crazy. Does that mean um, that Fortnite is within the DC universe, then? The, the Rift appears to take them to that. Because Fortnite anyways has to do with like the multiverse. And that's how Fortnite gets those special skins. I was gonna is, say. It, that's how they get it. Like like Rip Ripley or Ridley. Ridley or Ripley? From from Alien. Ridley. 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 R Ripley. Ripley, because it's made by Ridley Scott. So it's oh. Ripley. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh Ripley is uh is a like a character sarah connor is a character in fortnite not in this book but what i'm trying to say is that like 
like Fortnite has little storylines that mean like there was a hunter storyline where they grabbed famous fictional hunters from their universes to bring to Fortnite. So technically all these fictional universes are connected through Fortnite. Okay. I wasn't aware that Fortnite had such rich lore to it. But... I think originally it didn't, and then they built a lore. Cause they they like they have like little animation like cutscenes that happen every like month or so that kind of keep you involved with the story. Though you don't need the story to play it. Like it's just like certain there'll be certain events. Like there was an event where Galactus gets um goes to the Fortnite universe and goes to, to eat the Fortnite planet. And uh, there was a whole thing with like Galactus is coming, Galactus is coming, and then there was a huge Marvel event. So the point being is this one, if you, I guess if you're a completionist, buy it. But at the same time, like if you're there for the story, the story is crap. So, okay. well, good to know. Um, yeah, for one, I really liked that they did the skins because so many of my students were asking about like, where do I buy this comic book because I want yeah. that skin. So it's like the comic book store and they're like wait those exist yes um, comicshoplocator.com comicshoplocator.com uh and then hopefully we'll get our we'll get our spreadsheet up yeah. and get, make it go public soon enough for safe and accepting comic shops uh With for recommendations by the us apparently one safe comic book shop in the entirety of the uk <laughs> <laughs> yeah to be fair we don't have every state in the u.s either so true, true. Yeah. true. yeah however um, when i go to yeah. the uk i know which there you go which one that is safe there so i go. appreciate Easy. it Easy. also random i'm going to london in may how far is that from glasgow it's like three hours oh okay that's not bad. three oh, four cool. hours on the train yeah Ooh, a train there would be cool. Like just yeah. to see the sights, like to see the country, like the side countryside. The train is it countryside? Yeah. Um, there's lots of farms and stuff. Or like, I guess yeah. depending on where you go, like there's the cliffs of Dover and everything. So mm. That's cool. Cliffs of Dover. That sounds I cool. I know. I wish. Are we gonna come out and visit Danny? Is that yes. what we're gonna do? Yes. Let's go. The Keek Show goes international. <laughs> I would love. I would love to. I would love to. Personally, let's let's make this. I mean, like, I don't have money for the Daily Bugle Lego set. Like, I don't have money to, to to go to Glasgow. We need to get you a patron, and a Patreon, a Patreon, or a Patreon. Yes, yes. Yeah. and then really cool people who would want to see the Keek Show go international, but donate. Or I don't. Can, I don't think there's anyone who wants to donate to me. That's the we do. I, or we could get you a OnlyFans account, but it's only you of reading comics. Like that's it. Like you're I mean, reading comics to them. Does it have to be only me reading comics? <laughs> if you want to do more, that's up to you. you okay. I mean, I was, I was keeping it PG, but okay, you could do more. Okay. Um. Um. What are other comics that you guys uh, read this week and liked? Let's just say, or uh, didn't like. Okay, you know. what did anyone read? DC versus Vampires. I did. read yes. DC versus Vampires. Okay, surprisingly so, good. I liked I, it at least. I did too. Yeah. Um, who like this is well for one. It's James Tinian. Yes, yeah. Some people say Tinian. Some I say Tinian, but okay, I don't know. It's, it's yeah. James T writing it, which yeah. he. I've also been like since. Uh, 
what is it? Something's killing the children, yes. which uh, Slaughterhouse also came out, which is a tie into that type thing. Um, but he did a really good job. Um, some people were nervous because they said that they felt like it was going to be like deceased, but without yeah. like the zombies and Q and vampires. But it yeah. wasn't. No, it's not a. It's not like a vampire horde story. It's no. more like a vampire infiltration story. Yeah. Right? Which I thought was cool. Did Danny, Danny, what, what were your thoughts? I really liked, I liked, um, I guess the flashback art that was like all red for like such a significant part. And then I, mm-hmm. when like Green Lantern was like a vampire, I was like, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I really enjoyed that. I like, I thought it was such a fun issue. And again, it's not one that I was like, like I didn't go into it expecting it to be good. So then I was like, oh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, uh, I think it, what was super cool is I didn't think of this is that a vampire Green Lantern could walk in the light because he uses his ring to block the UV. Right. Well, and then I was going to say, so this is where things kind of uh, mess with my head. Reading like Blade, which is also yeah. a vampire book. And then this one, that was a vampire yeah. book. But uh, in Blade, like they're talking about the... Uh, um, the medicine that he takes to like yeah. to cure him type thing, and so I, I, for some reason, I was going to correlate with that, but this didn't happen in there. But yeah. uh, no, I wasn't expecting that at all. But I liked, I liked that twist. Uh, there are some really cool things in this book that like I didn't expect. Like the like I expected, like yeah, like the vampires should just be like zombies. So it'd just be like people just get taken over and then just start eating people and biting people and whatever. But in this, there's a difference because Hal Jordan knows everything and he uses his ring just to to kill Zan. Yeah. Right? From, from the from the Wonder Twins, like he he uses it to make a blender and blend him and drink him. Did you yes. not see that? Oh no. Oh, okay. No, because he wanted to just, like, throw away the blender, and then that's when, uh, who walked in on him? Batman. Wasn't it Batman who walked in on him? No, no, no. Batman's at the end. Uh, it's, uh, it's like Aquaman. It's Aquaman, I think. Uh. And then they're like, uh, where has Oliver gone? We haven't seen him in a while. Yeah. So Oliver's in the shadows. When shit goes down, Oliver is always numero uno, like, ready to, like, shoot people. Because, like, zombies go down, Oliver's like, yeah, taking them out. And, like, vampires, oh, he's hunting vampires now. Like, talk all we want about Green Arrow, but, like, if shit goes down, I want Green Arrow on my side. Yeah. Uh, he's a very good shot, too. You... So. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, crazy. yeah. Yeah. Although, I, he, I the, 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 the look, right, like, I'm just so surprised that he stayed with his, like, his signature look, I guess, a lot. Ooh, Green Arrow? Green Arrow, yeah. Like, in he general like, or in this, he, he, in this he book? Da- he, dabbles, he dabbles with his mustache, I feel like, often. But, oh. like, this mustache is, like, very... Yeah, yeah, he has the, yeah, like, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, hips, yeah. the hipster Which, mustache. Like, I mean, if he likes it, that's fine. But it's just, I, I just can't get over it. Um, Are so. you just talking about things you don't like about Green Arrow and that's <laughs> yeah. his mustache? Is that what <laughs> yeah. you're saying? Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I was like, we don't get a good look at him in this in this no. book. We well, just see him in the shadow. It's very important to me. Um, okay. 
Is that why you didn't read um, Green Arrow and yeah. Woman this week? Is because you didn't notice his mustache wasn't exactly. exactly. I mean, he it did was... still have a mustache, but okay. Uh, but it wasn't like the mustache that she preferred. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. It's, that's it's, fair. I'm very particular about my mustaches. Okay. What if someone really judged like what book to read based off of mustaches? I mean, what if? Maybe that's a Marvel what if. <laughs> what if? <laughs> that's going to be the next TV show. What if? What if? Um, yeah. DC versus Vampires was good, and I'm very excited to see where it goes. You know what was lackluster, but very Toss similar? Set? Yeah. Wait, which yeah. one? Tossful Set. Oh, I, that's, I have that on my pull list. I didn't get to read it yet, though. Danny, I love the TikTok that you made when you were talking about as you say, Task Force Z, because in the UK, they say Z as in Z. And yeah. so, but then somebody was like, it's not called Z, it's called, and they wrote Z. They, and then you were not- like, <laughs> you read it as, it's not called Z, it's called Z. They just like would not let it go as well. They like went on in the comments too, and they were like, you just don't know how to read. And I was like, in different countries, people pronounce it differently. Yeah. And they're like, well, I'm in Canada. And it's like, I'm not in Canada. I don't know yeah. to tell you. So who cares? Yeah, like. Why would you say it differently depending on the multitude of users that are, I don't know. There's, yeah, it, that's I super mean, dumb. It, is, it is what it, it, it was. It was the first video I made about Toss was said, I think, was right after detect, the most recent detective, not the most recent detective comics, but the last one that had a Toss was said in the background. Mm. So, like, I made a video about it, and so many of the comments were like, Toss Force, what? <laughs> You don't yeah. know how to say things. It's like, do you think I'm just making up letters? Like, what what yes. is going on here? It's because you're a girl. You it's obviously true. don't know your stuff. It's true. It's true. It's I have a question. Oh, sorry. Uh, continue. <laughs> I was just gonna. Obviously, when you look at Z, Z, you're just meant to know. You know. Yeah. Uh, I just. I have a question though. Is this in continuity? It's in continuity. Yeah. Bane, Bane is dead. Did he die at the end of he, City of Bane? No, he died. He, die? he died in Infinite Frontier in the attack on Arkham uh, during the Joker's attack on Arkham. Um, so it happens in Infinite Frontier number zero. Oh, oh I didn't know that. Okay. Um. Uh, Perry Comics says Tinyan is is how you say it. Tinyan. Uh, but may, maybe. Tinyan. Okay. Do, we, do we have a source on that? I don't know. Um, um, maybe they're friends with James Tinyan. Yeah. Uh, when did Man Bat die? Man Bat died in Detective Comics 1039, I think. And it's in the oh, back recently. issue of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's in this post-Infinite Frontier run. Um, what? He, he has dies? Like, yeah, he has like this giant worm that like... Because um, I was keeping up with the Man Bat series. Yeah, so it was, I think it was, I think it's, like, immediately after the oh, Man series no. in Detective oh. Comics. He, there's, like, a worm inside of him, and it just, like, straight up bursts out of him and kills him in front of Batman. And Batman's like, oh, no. Yeah, oh. you're working so good together. No, I, I, no. oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, but, like, yeah, that's why I was confused. I was like, I didn't know these, these people were dead. So this yeah. is in continuity with Jason Todd. Run yeah, and, it, task and, force. and I and it, it's confusing because I feel like typically a zombie story isn't 
in continuity, but it is, um, I think. And then it's the Arkham Lazarus Knight. serum or something. Yeah, yeah. And Arkham Knight also died in the attack on Arkham when Bane died. Oh. Um, so that's that. It's all, almost all of the deaths have happened in the back pages of Detective Comics over the last couple of months. Yeah. And then Mr. Bloom was not dead, but yeah. now he is. Yeah. He, um, he was, I thought he was unexpectedly funny, I thought. I, I, I didn't read the, the issues that had Mr. Bloom in it. So do you keep up, Danny, with Detective Comics? Is that why? Yeah, yeah. So I read, I read almost all of the Batman titles. And there's so many. There's, there's so many. so many right now. I know. And like, yeah. Fear State is, is not good for my wallet. I can tell you that much. Um, yeah. But, no. Um, well, remember how we talked about there's, like, some people who are like, oh, no, I don't want to jump in and read a thousand comics. That's Danny. She jumped in, and she's just like, I'm gonna read all thousand comics. They're all mine. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm the same way with X-Men. Like, I gotta read all the X-Men titles. It's very tough, but I have to. No, that's how I am Um, Spider-Man. Yeah, and I read, I read the Batman family titles. Like, like, Robin... Robin Nightwing, um, the new Robins comic, uh, even though it was whatever. Uh, Batgirls, when it comes out, I will read, you know? So, but I don't read Batman proper, mostly because I don't like Fear State right now. Uh, Is Fear State good, Danny? Do you like Fear State? Some of it I have liked. This, no, this week was all right. Um, The pacing can be a little bit weird, I guess, depending. Um, and I think that is because there's like four or five books coming out weekly that you have to read for Fear State, um, which is an insane amount. Um, I think it amounts to like 34 books total for the entire event, um, which is a lot. Um, there's a wow. lot going on. Um, I'm just along for the ride. I'll, I'll let you know in December whether I enjoyed it or not. I Like, I think I'm enjoying it. Some of it's good, okay. some of it's <laughs> I think, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I just don't like Scarecrow. Mm. Like Scarecrow's so one note to me. I think I think with the element of the magistrate, that's been like more the interesting part to me because I feel like we've already had enough scarecrow stories. Um but the magistrate I think is really interesting. So mm. does it ever bother you that like so we have like so many um like we have a ton of like scarecrow stories and a ton of like other villain stories but there are so many villains that i feel like it would be so cool to see again that like go on the back burner that we should bring back definitely Uh, yeah if i have to read another joker book i will cry (laughs) yeah i'm fine with no more joker for now um but like in the batgirl movie brendan fraser is playing firefly did you hear that yes I like Brandon Frazier. He's such a yeah. good soul. Yeah. Yeah. I uh I agree. Um but uh yeah. What what else did you guys uh what else did you guys read? Uh cool. any Marvel? Oh, Amazing Spider-Man. Do you guys want to talk about Amazing Spider-Man? I am two issues behind. Uh oh, okay. I, I am only on issue 75 right oh. now. I know, which is super odd for me. Um yeah. Because Superman's my boy. Uh, however, I think I was just really over the Kindred stuff, which we are over 
we are done oh. with. But I, I don't like Ben Riley, so. See, he's not my favorite either. But yeah. so I, I think that's why I've been hesitant to read it because he's not one of my favorites. Like, I follow all the other spider people, like, religiously, except for Ben Riley. Um, so I'm hoping that this will change my perspective on it. Um, I did read Spider Woman. And this series hasn't been my favorite, which makes me really sad because I love Jessica Drew, but I just don't like, who is the writer? Carla? Um, yeah, Carla Pacheco. I just haven't been a fan of how they've been writing her. Um, and this story has kind of also been all over the place. And I wish that they would just sit down and figure out what direction they're going in. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I would love, I would love to uh, uh, be reading Spider Woman right now, but uh, eh, it, I, I, it's not really high priority. No, Danny, it, are you reading Spider Woman? No, um, no, I haven't. I haven't read any Jessica Drew stuff other than I think I read like the Spider Woman Alpha. Yeah, one shot like, that came out in like twenty eighteen. I was gonna say yeah, that came out a couple years ago. Yeah, um, okay. her like. Uh, what year did she get pregnant? Like the year, like prior to her getting pregnant, was a really good series. Um, and then recently, like the writing of it just hasn't been that great, and it makes me really mm. sad because she could be such a powerful character. Um, if done well. Um, and I hate saying that because I don't like, uh, not liking. <laughs> I hate not liking things. But um, yeah, it was, it wasn't my favorite, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What else do you guys read? I read Robin and Harley Quinn. Oh, let's uh, nice. let's talk Robin. Nice. Um, um, how'd you like it? I I enjoyed it. I I had assumed that this would be the end of the arc, but it looks like that's next issue. Um, but I I really enjoyed it. I always enjoy a good tournament arc. Um, I also just like it also just like so enrages me that people are fine with this like pseudo romance between Robin and Flatline no one said a peep about it but like the minute John has a romance people are like he's just a child um and that's that, that right. was my two cents but <laughs> that's the um, I mean that's that's the thing in general is that like People say that, like, oh, forcing, like, these kids should just be kids, and why are we yeah. having sexuality in comics when we have, like, there are literal people out there that are like, my son is two, and he has a girlfriend. Yeah, it's exactly, like, exactly. What? That's the exactly. same thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, 100%. You know? Any, uh, that, that, was, that, was, that was my annoyance, um, and the only reason I thought that is obviously the cover is the will they, won't they cover, um, which is fine. If oh, was, yeah. Yeah, if you want Robin to have Flatline, a romance yeah. with Flatline, that's fine, whatever. I, But I really enjoyed the issue. I thought the twist of it being his great-grandmother, I guess. Great-grandmother. Um, Rachel Ghoul's mother, soul yes. of the demon. Yes. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. I enjoyed that. Um, big fan, big fan. I think Damien's view yeah. is so cool in this series. I think it's, I, I just have really enjoyed every issue so far. Yeah, I mean, and the, what, what do you think? the art's really good. The art yeah. is really good, right? And mm-hmm. it's nice to see, what's cool is I love seeing, I, I don't love seeing tournaments, but I love seeing like some sort of reason that we see like a bunch of 
new characters get introduced and then old characters that we've known. So there's like a huge ensemble and then they get taken out one by one. Fine. But like, like, uh, Connor Hawk is in this ravager is in this respawn, whoever he is. We still don't know who respawn is. Uh, but we see a glimpse of white hair and Caucasian skin. Right. So we're like, is he another one of, 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 uh, Slade Wilson's kids that we don't know of. I don't know. I did like I did like as well the scene like where Robin goes to like pull up his mask and then like he's like oh no um and then yeah. falls because oh no <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, by the way I'm not making fun of you I'm making fun of okay. Australians yeah um, <laughs> well I am actually Australian so <laughs> are you actually <laughs> yeah. but it's hard. are you um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's very confusing I am very Wait. confused now okay. Danny. Okay, can you explain this? Okay, so (laughs) I was born in Australia, but I grew up in Dubai. Okay. But my my dad's Scottish, my mom's English, and I live in Scotland now. So I'm a mix. I'm a Commonwealth person. I love that. That is so cool. What what has been your favorite place to live? I love Glasgow. I think Glasgow's amazing. So, Glasgow. so now I oh, now I can't talk bad about Australians. You can. Okay. You can. It's fine. <laughs> Those damn uh, I want to I shout out a bunch of cool people in the comments right now. Uh, we got Cobra Viper 999. We got Perry Comics. We got Aggressively Relaxing, who's back. Uh, Aggressively Relaxing says both of the covers are awesome. Talking about Robin. Great point about Damien not getting the, but he's a kid, pearl clutching. Uh, JJ's comic stuff is still here. Perry Comics is still here. Um, and so I don't know how everybody found us, but uh, thank you so much. Maybe it's through Ambrosia, I know, for some of you guys. Uh, but definitely follow us on whatever social media you're on, because uh, The Keeg is definitely on all the social media. You find us on social media at The Keeg Show. So uh, TikTok uh, at The Keeg Show, Instagram at The Keeg Show. And then you can also see everybody else's social media, Ambrosia's and Danny's. Because uh, they do amazing TikToks as well. Um, Robin number seven is is good, and uh, I'm interested to see what happens. And Connor Hawk is one of my one of my faves. I'm working on a Connor Hawk cosplay. Um, Ooh. Um, Ooh. Well, because it's it's weird given Connor Hawk's mixed parentage. Connor Hawk was one of the only brown like characters growing up for me. Yeah. And like his his two or three issues in the justice league comic um uh where he's fighting the key like he is dark brown he is like and so i'm i was always like all right i just dye my hair blonde i guess for some reason because he's he's quarter black quarter chinese or korean i don't know some sort of uh because sandra moonhawk is his mother. Uh, and then he's half white from all over Queenside. Anyway, I've always wanted to cosplay as him. So you get you to know. live your dream. Yeah. yeah. Connor Hawk's my boy. Um wait, uh, are, when are you gonna cosplay him? Are, are I don't you, know. Are you I, I need um, for Halloween. I, I was Rick Flag yesterday. Oh. Uh um, you can see that on my Instagram. Uh, at this is Dimitri uh, in the story. I think it should still be up, uh, but uh, yeah. But then I also, yeah, I, I'm not hitting too many Halloween parties this year. So 
it's kind of sucks. I, I wish there were more. Um, but yeah, I was Rick Flag yesterday. Um, let's see. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, Robin Seven is good. And then Harley Quinn, I didn't, I haven't kept up with Harley Quinn. Is it, is it good? Um, it's, it's, this was a bit of a non issue for me. The, I mean, the one thing that did, it, 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 I think with all the fear stuff, states, stuff coming out, I think it's in a very similar position to, like, for example, the X titles, where, like, mm. nothing really happened in this issue. Yeah. Unless, unless I'm like, oh, they have, like, these, like, weird, like, doppelgangers of villains that they had to fight. Um, okay. It was, like, a sexy Bane, um, which was oh, okay. an interesting time. Um, but Was it guy, guy or girl? Girl. Uh, so it's Babe? Maybe, maybe. I, there was a name. I don't, I don't. I don't remember what it was, but maybe okay. Baynet. Who knows? <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, it's 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 been it's been all right. Uh-huh. It wasn't my favorite issue this week. Okay, that's fair. Um, Cobra Viper nine 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 says the Harley animated show was great. Yes, the Harley animated show is great. Uh, definitely check it out if you haven't already. Two seasons are out on HBO Max. Um. As far as Marvel's concerned, did anyone read Daredevil 35? Because I did. No. Uh, have you, Danny? I, I bought it, but what? I haven't read it yet. Okay. You don't want me to spoil it then? You can okay. spoil it if you want. I mean, I don't have to mention much about it other than okay. we have multiple bullseyes around the city, and then we have Elektra dressed as Daredevil. We have Mary, um, uh, Typhoid Mary dressed as Daredevil, I think. And then... Mm-hmm. Daredevil is still in jail or he's just gotten out of jail or whatever. And so uh, there's a big war for the city because basically Bullseye is doing a thing where he's just shooting random people. So nobody feels safe in Hell's Kitchen to like step out. Right. Because like Bullseye is just killing random people by sniping them. And like it's kind of like when they there's that DC shooter. Um, and like sometimes yeah, it happens in real life where it's like random killings and stuff so yeah uh i won't spoil it that's basically the premise of this issue uh but i've been binge i binged this uh like 20 issues of this recently in order to catch up it's that good oh like, nice yeah so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah you know? i think um because it's still zadowski right that's writing it even i think it's finishing up soonish yeah but yeah um like i haven't so been, i haven't read the series but i enjoy most of the things that he writes yeah. Uh, JJ says JJ's never really been a big Daredevil fan, uh, needs to read more and try to get into it. Chip Zdarsky's run. So you're uh, sure it's at, at Daredevil 35 right now, but like Chip Zdarsky's run is a good place to start off. If you, as long as you know that like, like Daredevil's history, his best friend is Foggy Nelson. He has, he has, he's blind and he has like extra sensory perception essentially. Right. That's all. I mean, that's what you need to know. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh yeah, Daredevil was was pretty good this week. Uh oh, the two X-Men titles. Uh Sword Nine and Marauders twenty five. Five, yeah, yeah. Uh out of the two, Sword Nine was was my favorite. I didn't read um, Sword this week. I read Marauders. Oh, you um, let's but... talk Marauders. Let's talk okay. Marauders. 
The only thing that I felt weird was I read it immediately after reading Inferno and then it just like was like a complete change of pace and I was like, wait a second. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but other than that, I did enjoy it. Um, I always think Kitty Pride fight scenes are always great. Love them. Yeah. So Kitty Pride has been way more badass lately. Um oh, 100%. Also, a lot of mutants have been getting tattoos lately because they figure if they die, they could get new tattoos. Like have you noticed that? I love that theory. I I need that. Yeah, because like Pyro, that. Pyro had a, a full black skull tattooed on his face. And maybe it's just because he expects to die. Um, yeah. and then Kitty Pride on her whoop, Kitty Pride on her knuckles has Kill Shaw like on her knuckles. Like, yeah. and she's Shaw is one of the quiet council. And like yeah. It's so funny. Um, and so, like, this character that they introduced in the previous Marauders issue is kind of like a space pirate that kind of reminds me of Lando, like Lando Calrissian, um, but not really. But just way, like, worse. He's worse right. of a guy than Lando. Um, and so uh, it was kind of kind of just a cool little adventure that doesn't really tie into much. Um, but Sword Number 9... Seems like it has big repercussions. I'll have to read it then. Do you want me right to tell you this. what happens? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. All right. So sword number nine, you have the Imperial Guard, the Shi'ar Imperial Guard, appear on Mars. So um, because the new Empress is a girl, it's a young girl. I think it's Lalandra's daughter or something. Right. And the Imperial Guard is there, Gladiator and and Fang and like the classics. And suddenly out of nowhere, um, suddenly out of nowhere, uh, five assassins pop up. And we find out on an infographic that those assassins are like mass-produced assassins with different power sets that are like being shopped to different people. Like you could hire these assassins to do all your dirty business, like black market stuff. But all of them have power sets and none of them are known to the Imperial Guard. A bunch of Imperial Guard die. And I'm not going to say who, but they die pretty horrifically. And the X-Men try to stand in their way and try to stop them. And then I forget how it ends, but uh, it's wow. uh, pretty. Yeah. Oh, because um, basically it's because whoever owns the Lethal Legion, which is those five assassins, is in uh, in cahoots with Henry Peter Gyrick and Orcus. Oh, so Orcus oh. Orcus has some alien allies. So yeah, that's not good. It, that's bad yeah. news. Yeah, but they're they're almost oh they're almost ready to die. Like all the good guys are ready to die, and then Storm shows up out of nowhere and just defeats a bunch of the Legion. So I thought that was cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, looks like there's a party on YouTube right now with a bunch of people in the chat. Uh, um, what? So, yeah. yeah. Why aren't we For, uh, I mean, we are. They're watching us. Oh, we are. we're part we're of the, the party. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, for anyone out there who doesn't know, we are streaming to multiple platforms. Our number one platform is volume.com slash the key show. So if anyone feels like going over to volume and then create an account, you could chat with us. You can post GIFs, you know, all that cool stuff. Uh, as we close out this episode, we only got uh, about 15 minutes left. Um, 
I, I do want to hit those indies that you guys that you guys read. Did you guys read House of Slaughter? I did read House of Slaughter. Tell me about it, because I did okay. not read it. I read half of House of Slaughter. Oh. I didn't okay. finish it. I know. You read, you wrote, you read Ho of Laughter. <laughs> I wrote that? No, that's oh. half of House of Slaughter. It's <laughs> Ho of Laughter. Uh, that's good. I like that one. Yes. I will, because yeah. I, I, I thought I typed that, because I was texting you as I was, like, in this meeting at school. So I was like that kid who like had their phone under pretending to type. So I wouldn't doubt it if I wrote ho of ladder, laughter, but. I mean, it could be ho of ladder, but yeah, 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 yeah. I was so excited for the series because I love something is killing the children so much. Yes. Have you read that? I I have. um, So I haven't. I'm not up to date on it. I've read the first two volumes. Uh-huh. Um, but then I was like, I'll pick up House of Slaughter anyway and just hope for the best. Um, and it was fine. So. <laughs> yeah. No, it was so good. And if anyone, wait, how did we decide to say his name? Tinian? No. Tinian. Tinian? Ty- yeah, Tinian. Tinian. <laughs> yeah, we'll just call him James. Oh, I like that. Jamesy. Yes. Um, he has just been killing it with this. And sometimes sequels are like, I wouldn't call it a sequel, but like, you know, uh, a spinoff. Is it a spinoff? Yeah, yeah so it? it's within, it's it's within the same universe, but it's not oh. the same characters. Um, so that's so it's like it's cool in that way. Um, so you could, I think you'd be fine to pick it up if you haven't read something killing the children. Um, but oh. you should just read something. I was gonna say, but I still highly <laughs> recommend something killing the children. Honestly, I'm. If you're gonna think about picking this up, you should just read something is killing the children because I think we're on volume three or four of. Yeah, I think I think volume four is coming out in like November. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it is definitely worth it because it is just it's good, and I think that's what I like uh, so much about indies is that they push the limits more than what we see in DC and Marvel. Because I love my DC, I love my Marvel. Um, but we see a different twist of things in some of these independent books. So I guess the the kind of basic premise of the world is there's monsters, but really only children can see them. Um, because oh. they have like the way that their mind develops, it's still like they have the connections available to be able to see the monsters. It's like, still, like the ghost yeah. part, like you know, like when you say you're younger, you could see ghosts or you could see spirits right. more than yeah. adults. It's like that. Both yeah. Monsters. So yeah. it's like uh, it's like Monsters Inc. I'm just joking. I'm just... <laughs> it's just that sure. like Monsters Inc. Sure. I think you should go in with that mindset. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um. Yeah, no, so it's it's really good. And there's like a set of people that they they go around killing monsters. Um and in the and they're kids? Are they kids? No. So there's like other things that they can do once you're like an adult. But it's okay. it's all a bit all right. it's it's a little bit hand not hand wavy, but like there there is reasons for it. Um but it's okay. it's it is really you have good. to read it. If you read yeah. it because I know you don't read a ton of independence. If you read one, like you should you should give it a go. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Okay. Um, and then also, just I have to. Oh, yeah. What other? Now I have the Monsters Inc. song in my head. Do 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 do. Oh, I was like, what's the Monsters? Do 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 do. Do 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 do. What else came out this week? Do 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 do. I read. Uh, 
Swamp Gods. Uh, you... Oh, I don't have. I don't have the. If there's any more indies, you guys didn't tell me, so I don't have the. Sorry. I don't have the image prepped. It's all right. So... Uh, I wanted. Uh, I wanted. I, I'm not going to talk much about it. I wanted to read Jupiter's Legacy Requiem number five. Oh. I'm all caught up on number uh, up to number four, but I did not read it, so we're not going to talk about it. Uh, Ambrosia, um, what were you going to say? Let's see. Time Before Time is an image comic, and it's about, like, time traveling, which is really cool. Like, they have these, like, these ships that could transport you to different time loops. So, like, let's say that you are trying to get away from, like, an abusive husband or whatever. Mm -hmm. You could pay for tickets, and they will transport you to, like... 1937 or like a whole nother time period uh, which is such a cool concept and so they're being like they're stuck in this like time loop type thing that was a really cool one if you like time um i'm behind on this one but mom mother of madness is written by amelia clark which is our lovely mother of the dragons um i enjoy that issue a lot it's it's more geared toward and i don't want to say this but like I mean, it's about, like, a mother who's a hot mess with superpowers. Um, and so just living her everyday life with that is really good. Yeah. Um, let's see. I read all of Scout, which they had three come out. They had uh, We Don't Kill Spiders and uh, Swamp Dogs, which are all pretty graphic so it's not one to enjoy in with, with your children did it's i tell you guys i caught up to stray dogs <gasps> what did you, you mentioned think about swamp it? dogs and i was like oh i cry i did a tiktok i i read i i read all five issues i think it was five issues i cried hard at the end and then i was like i'm going to do a tiktok literally after i have like <laughs> I, it wasn't streaming down. It had, I had, but then with my, like, if you go and you, you see the TikTok, I'm gonna have like, to that's me it. right after I cried. Okay. So you can okay. see it in my eyes. Have you, you read? see it in my eyes. Like, what? Uh, I was going to ask Danny if she read Stray Dogs. No, I haven't read Stray Dogs, but I've had so much, so many good things about it. So you I should, should just read it. Yes, you should give it a go. Um, and do a TikTok right after you cry. <laughs> yes, I cried, like, dude, it hit. It was so... Okay, but overall, what did you what do you think about it? Uh, I liked it, but it hurt so much. I it, know I, I, it, it's hard. Like it was so hard at the end, and I I don't I, I'm not gonna spoil anything for this one. No. I'm just okay. I'm just saying it was hard at the end, and I I I I, I I'm afraid of reading because there's another one coming out, but I don't know what it's about, but. Well, because like, how did, oh, I can't ask Well, we, that. I don't want to, yeah. I forgot I what, talk, how it ended. For, da for Danny, I want Danny, Danny just... to, like, read it. <laughs> um, but I... And anyone else out there who has not read uh, Stray Dogs, uh, it's drawn like a Disney movie, but which it is, is anything why, but. Which is why I didn't buy it, because for the longest time, I didn't buy it because of the artwork, because I yeah. thought, like, I don't want to read like Lady and the Tramp. Like I, it looks like it, but it's yeah, it's but yeah. it's not. Like the best way to describe it is that it's Lady and the Tramp meets Silence of the Lamb. Yeah. The classic combination. I know, yeah. right? And yeah. um 
Cindy the yummy geek out there should read Stray Dogs. I think she would like it. Um, but yes, uh, uh, sorry to interrupt with Stray Dogs. I just wanted to say no, that. No, yeah. I, well, I'm glad that you read it because it was... Yeah. It was a touching. It was, yes. ugh, my emotions are all over when it comes to that. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to... I'm trying to see if there's anything else um, um, big that came out. Um, who was talking about Moon Knight? Oh, I was... Uh, yay or nay? Oh, yay. On, on, yeah? Yeah, have you been reading the series? I read one issue. I read the first one. But I, I was... But, this series has been surprisingly really good. Uh-huh. It was ju- just the other day I was thinking, what happened to Tigra? Because I, I, I remember Tigra existed. And I was like, we, nobody's done anything with Tigra recently. Oh, But uh, is she scandalous in this? Um, or no? No, not really. Okay, I'm just wondering. I, I don't they, think so. They sometimes portray Tigra in different ways. One way it's like, oh, she's a ferocious animal creature. And the other one is, hey, uh, are you a furry? <laughs> you know? Like, I feel yeah. like that's two ways to, that they, they, they portray Tiger. So. Um, I don't think she's, like, super scandalous. She's not super okay. spicy. Um, no furry action going on. Um, okay. but... I have a question. Does Moon Knight ever fuck? Like, is that... <laughs> I've never heard of him, like, having a relationship or anything. Maybe he's just asexual. Or just, like, or just really, like, like... Has tunnel vision, like you know. Maybe he just doesn't have the desire to, or yeah, yeah, yeah. He hasn't found the right woman. He's too busy saving people and trying to be a better person that he doesn't have time to think about his. That's fair. Preference. Yeah. However, I mean, if if Spider Man has time though, and uh, yeah. I don't know where I was going to go with that, but yeah. Okay. Um, did anyone read uh, IG-88 from Star Wars, Bounty Hunters? Uh, I am behind on War of the Bounty Hunter stuff, but I'm going to binge it all soon. Good. But, like, I feel bad. I feel bad because the IG-88 one-shot came out, and then Darth Vader uh, came out this week. Yeah. Uh, where is it? Uh, here we go. Uh, I prepped those issues. And so, like, yeah, uh, I want to, but I fell behind. It's so funny because I, w- I was telling everybody that I was, like, up to date. And I was like, there's so much coming out, but I'm going to stay up to date. But because there's so much coming out, I fell behind. And now I am I feel like I'm I'm overwhelmed by the amount of Star Wars comics with War of the Bounty Hunters. There's, so, like, there's, a there's lot. six. Yeah, there's, there's four series. Darth Vader, Star Wars proper. Uh, Dr. Afra and Bounty Hunters. We haven't each had Dr. Have Afra six... in a while either. No, she, it was like last week or two weeks ago. Was it only that? It's day? an ongoing. Yeah. Dr. Afra's an ongoing. They have four ongoings, each of which have six issues for War of the Bounty Hunters, plus the six issue War of the Bounty Hunters miniseries, plus like 10 one shots. So I like. Know. I appreciate your show because it helps me get my shit together and to like make sure I get caught up like I have to because if it wasn't then I'm like okay I'm gonna read this one tonight and then this one tomorrow night but now I'm like I have to read as many as I can for the Keek show yeah I I appreciate that 
Yeah, I, I'm glad I keep you two on it. Uh, we do have to close up this episode uh, for for time. Uh, Perry Comics does says that Moon Knight. He thinks Moon Knight banged a stripper. So, okay, maybe. Proof of this. I need your evidence. We need <laughs> sources. We need sources. Okay, speaking you know? of strippers, this will be the last thing I promise, and we'll tie up. Yeah. Uh, by the way, bye, bye, JJ. Thank you so much bye, for, for coming by. Thanks for uh, hopefully, out. hopefully you liked it and support uh, the Keeg uh, uh, through watching it. Thank you so much. Uh, what were you gonna say, Ambrosia? Before we uh, head there out, there was this high school, and they did a man pageant, and the men or the children, the seventeen-year-olds, yeah. the, the seniors, were dressed up in lingerie and were giving and giving laughs. I heard about this gross. Yes. They were giving teachers yes. lap dances. It was disgusting. And then they had girls dress up in Hooter shirts and passing out drinks to the teachers. And then yeah. they like the teachers were paddling the students as well. It was awful. I don't know who and where and what and whatever, but thank you for bringing this up on Comic Talk. But yes, <laughs> oh. it is it is crazy. It's I'm like sorry. It's like we have to talk about this on this show. <laughs> I do. But like, I'm sorry. How do no, you no, no. Talk it's, about that. Oh, it's someone I like don't know. Someone yeah, I guess. And that, yeah. I learned about that today, so it's on the forefront of my head, and yeah. I just need it. Yeah. Don't be gross. Fair enough. Yeah. That's all. Um, That's moral of the story: Don't be gross. Don't be gross. Uh, also, Perry brought up the High Republic books. Yeah, there are also High Republic oh. Star Wars books. Yeah. Um, but that I don't consider because, I mean, it's not in the same. The other ones are all connected. High Republic is literally a different era. But yes, there was also High Republic and High Republic Adventures and High Republic, like, sort of the Outer Realm or something. There's a new miniseries that's yeah. out, too. And also, it's through Dark Horse? Or through... Uh, no, High Republic is is not. High Republic is... Uh, the kids, the adventures is, is IDW. Okay. All the adventures comics that Marvel does is through IDW. Um, thank you too so much for coming on the show and talking comics. Um, uh, it was great having you too. And it always is great having you too. Uh, for anyone out there who's watching this, you're watching the live stream, whether it's on YouTube or Facebook or Twitch or our number one streaming platform, volume.com. It's a new streaming platform based around musicians, performers, niche geek shows. So we definitely qualify. We are here. Volume.com slash the geek show is our, is our, or is our main boo. You know, uh, but if you're listening to us, uh, you are listening to us on our podcast and that is on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify and iHeartRadio. You can check out past episodes there um, and of our multiple series that we have here. Not only Comic Talk, but Keeg Live or any of our after shows. Uh, we do all sorts of things. Um, so definitely stay tuned. Follow the Keeg on Instagram at the Keeg Show and on TikTok at the Keeg Show. Um, and wherever you're watching us, if you can click like or comment or subscribe or whatever, uh, wherever you're watching us, thumbs up. Thank you so much for doing that. Before we get going, Danny, what is your social media? If you could say that out loud, tell us what you're up to. If you got anything to plug. Sure. Um, my TikTok is Danny McGowan. Um, fairly simple. It's two N's and one I, um, and then my Instagram is art by Danny L confusingly with a Y and still two ends though so there you go okay. um right. i don't have anything to plug right now but huh? it's uh, on my tiktok uh, on both right. my tiktok and instagram so there you go yeah uh, you do great work. So um, anyone out there who has yet to follow Danny on Instagram, definitely follow her at Danny McGowan. Um, and uh, Ambrosia, uh, where can we find you? What do you got coming up? Um, you can find me on 
on Instagram and Twitter at Ambrosia underscore Linda and TikTok at uh, Comics and Cupcakes, um, as well as I am behind the scenes on all of the Scout uh, comic book or Scout under social media person. And so um, you can find me on if you talk on Scouts and it's me you're talking to. Or my What's partner. the thing on Scouts? What's the... Uh, I'm their social media. What's the, partner. what's the username? Oh, Scout Comics. Just oh, Scout okay. Comics. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Which is a really good independent company that's up and rising. And today we turned six years old, so. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. You're old enough to drink. Yay! We did it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe in Scotland. I don't know what the drinking age is in Scotland. Probably. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> six years old. All right. All right. Uh, um, thank you both of you, Danny and Ambrosia for coming on the show. Thank you to the audience out there for watching. Once again, please support Danny and Ambrosia in their endeavors, uh, whether it's on social media or otherwise. I see Gibby out there. What's up? What's up to Gibby? Um, and, uh, uh, Today is Comic Talk. We do this every Thursday uh, where we talk about the week's releases of comics. Uh, we do that every Thursday. Every Friday night, we have a show called The Keeg Back uh, where we uh, just hang out and have some fun. Uh, every other Saturday, we talk about a different geek topic. So we're going to be talking about Eternals on November 2nd or whatever that Saturday is. We're going to be doing an Eternals episode. And then when the Hawkeye after show or Hawkeye show starts in November 24th, we'll be doing an after show for the Hawkeye show. And that is crazy late hours. But if you're staying up till midnight, you might as well stay afterwards and do the after show with us. So uh, thank you, everybody. We got a lot planned for the Keeg uh, finishing off 2021 and then a lot more planned for 2022. So thank you so much uh, for stopping by. Once again, I'm your host, Dimitra Pereira, and this has been an episode of Comic Talk. Take care. Super fast.